0: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host. Andy Goldstein and of course we kick things off with the fallout from the evening's Premier League action as Man City beat Brighton, only just, they weren't that pretty in the second half and Spurs entertain Fulham, I say entertain because at the time of me recording this it's currently 1-1 with 8 minutes to go, now if you listen to yesterday's podcast you'll know that I got the score that United would win their game by wrong it was 0-0 when I was doing the links and I said United would win it 2-0 and of course it was 1-0 so I suggest this one ends Spurs 2 Fulham won. Either way, this is what happened. And the final whistle
3: goes, and Tottenham missed the chance to go third in the Premier League table. They drop points in the top flight. Again, it's a massive point, you feel, for Scott Parker.
0: 1-0, you always feel that is a threat, because 1-0 uh, is 1-0, and when you see the team missing chances, you, you always fear that can happen. But I don't remember Lloris to make a single save during the game. I don't I don't remember that.
1: He's playing with a handbrake up at the moment.
2: That's a great description. He plays... The second half. I've seen it at my club, you've seen it at your
1: club. He plays with a handbrake but more so now than ever I saw at Chelsea. Ever I saw at United. Mm. Because he doesn't trust his... He, I don't think he trusts his defence. I don't think he trusts them as a unit defensively. And therefore, you see the handbrake coming. I want him in. Let's steal a couple of cups. And then let's see him sacked.
4: And the header is in!
1: He knows he doesn't have the best defence in the world. He doesn't have the best players in the world. But he's tactically set them up to un- to negate the, the frailties they have. They're not the best side in the world. And that's why teams managed somehow to find a way. Palace did it. Wolves did it. And now Fulham mm. did it. Instead of bringing on Bale, he wants to sit back and just hold on to that 1-0. And we've chucked it down the drain because we sit back and let these teams come on to us. I think you'll be really disappointed if I'm a Tottenham fan because it was there first half. They were dominant. I thought they'd come out second half, get that second goal and the game will be over. Really, really poor game management again from Tottenham.
3: I wasn't upset before this game regarding the fixture being giving us 48 hours to prepare. That wasn't the issue. We did that last year when we played Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday. Two days to repair is is the going. That's that's exactly what it is. People in the places to be knew what we went through. They knew that there was players were just coming out of isolation or coming off the back of it and we got told on a Monday morning at 9.30 we was playing on a Wednesday and that was, um, that was my, my issue really. They are starting to grow as they a are. team. They are. And credit to Scott, because it, that's not easy in this
1: league to find a way when you're fighting relegation to be brave and he's a brave manager the way he keeps playing and it's, it's starting to develop into a really they're a good team to watch I just wonder whether they get enough cutting edge up top
0: Manchester City won Brighton nil. a well worked goal Foden just uh, sneaking in through the back of the Brighton uh, rear guard
1: I think Graham Potter
0: uh, show to all other managers to all football that not necessary to be in top side to be courage to be brave to play good football is maybe the best English manager. I admire him a lot and hopefully he can get results and stay in the Premier League because it helps a lot to the world football. This way, this way that he plays Brighton's miserable run continues it's one winning 16 games for them but they can take great heart from a courageous display here tonight final score Manchester City 1
3: Brighton 0 as I said before frustrating and disappointing to not come away with anything but we've come away with a fantastic performance I think and a, and a, a spirit and a, a togetherness and a pride in what we tried to do
2: Now, to fight the coronavirus, the Premier League guidelines state that footballers should refrain from spitting, shaking hands, as well as hugging. Former Man City winger Trevor Sinclair thinks some of these are difficult to follow for pro athletes. However, Adrian Durham stated on Drive that it's important that players avoid goal celebrations now more than ever.
1: I haven't hugged my daughter. I'm getting emotional. I haven't hugged my daughter for over a year. Okay, last summer, she was in my garden and we had to stay two metres from each other. Um, I saw her briefly over Christmas. It was distanced. I couldn't get near her. I haven't hugged her for over a year. This is a girl who's uh, in hospitals, in PPE... She's PPE'd up to the eyeballs every day. She has to deal with COVID patients. She works in the NHS. Does he not think, sorry, Chris Wilder, scoring a goal is emotional. I get that.
2: The country was looking at us tonight because of the three games. I understood that. It is an, it is an emotional game, you know, on the pitch and, and, and on the, on the touchlight.
1: Do you not think I'm emotional when my daughter's right there and I can't hug her? Have you got no idea how difficult that is? I think it's a disgrace what he's just said there. Trevor Sinclair said the same on TalkSport this morning. And I know that people will
3: disagree with this, but it is such an emotional game. It's just a, a reaction. Wow.
1: I mean, there are families up and down the country, dads and mums with their kids not mm. being able to hug them, grandparents who aren't very well. There's, there's grandparents who have passed away, sadly, tragically, and they haven't had a hug. And they can't restrain themselves from hugging each other because scoring a goal's emotional. This is how detached some football people are from the real. World,
2: I don't see any other way that they can just walk back to the to the halfway line and show no emotion after what they've been through for a long, long period.
1: It's an absolute disgrace what Wilder's just said there. Absolute disgrace. Now, I understand that these players are tested regularly. I understand that, yes, in a, at a corner, you're going to be next to each other, you're going to be bumping bodies and all sorts. There's contact going on. But football has to be seen to be doing the right thing. So often, up to this point... Since Covid started, football hasn't done the right thing. Football seems to be immune from any of the consequences
3: of the actions of breaking these Covid rules. It's about footballers understanding the temperature of the room and understanding the state of the nation, understanding the message that the government is trying to impart.
1: And it's about time football people understood what the rest of the country's going through. The fact you've got a Premier League manager saying, well, they've got to hug each other because scoring a goal is emotional that proves to me literally no idea what the rest of the country is going through.
2: Now, is Steve Bruce getting an unfair amount of criticism at Newcastle, having only managed one goal in their last six games? Well, you'll hear some support for Brucey coming up from Gabby at and Simon Jordan, Kate Price's ex-husband. And we'll also hear from Adrian Durham on the problems at St. James's Park. But first, this is the former magpie, Warren Barton, speaking on TalkSport 2.
0: Steve's been in the game a long, long time and managed a long time and he's a dual He should, you know, really be on top of the world like managing that football club but maybe it's the pressure but even when he gets interviewed after a win it's the same doom and gloom. You know, we are in the bottom half of the Premier League. That's where we are at the moment. We'd all like to be better but I think we still have to have that Approach to it because it's, in my opinion, the best way of getting the results that this club needs. So, Bobby Robson, Kevin Keegan, even Kenny Delgleesh, who wasn't a jolly; would get excited about us winning a game.
3: Carl Darlow was going in the opposite direction and that substitution has worked a treat for Chris Wilder and Sheffield United. Sheffield United won, Newcastle nil. Can't get behind Steve Bruce now.
0: That performance last night was unacceptable. His negativity spread by the players. On paper we should be beaten, Sheffield United but last night they, they looked a lot worse and that terrifies me, that really
1: does. All the naysayers who are saying he wasn't good enough for Newcastle United are being proved absolutely right but only because Steve Bruce is Making the terrible decisions he's making in game.
3: Having had Steve Bruce as a manager, he'll find a way, he'll find the right formation to play in now and get a result. Them players weren't running for Steve Bruce last night. They made um, Sheffield United look like a team that if that was your first time you watched Sheffield United, you'd never say they were bottom of the table. But Newcastle are a very strange side because their fans are a phenomenon. It's a phenomenal football club, but their expectations, based upon what their owner's model is, is unrealistic. I don't care. You could bring in, you could bring in Mourinho in there, or you could bring in Pep Guardiola in there. Unless they're going to give them the backing to go and spend 50, 60, 70, 80 million pounds in every transfer window, Newcastle will remain where they
2: are. Will Manchester United win the Premier League? Well, no. But Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is doing a great job. That's according to his former teammate and treble winner Andy Cole. We'll hear from Coley shortly. But this is Simon Jordan. Blimey, he's all over this podcast, being made to squirm after he said in a previous podcast that the Norwegian should be getting his coat. Get your coat, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, has gone top of the Premier
3: League. Take the change out of that. How do you like that? Are you now backing down? Would you now no longer be saying get your coat? In fact, don't bother about your coat, Ole. You have to be proportionately contextual in the question that was asked of me by my little mate on my left and my answer was given about what ollie gonna social i should do in my view as a manager not what ed woodward should do look i might get it wrong sometimes but some people will be stupid forever <laughs> <laughs> i listened to a litany of people including andrew cole this morning
1: can manchester gone to win the league this season most probably not i think for manchester United to be top of the premier league 12th of january like ollie said you know i, I think it's a fantastic achievement considering a couple of months ago where they were at.
3: And my constant observation has been he's got to catch. Guardiola and Klopp, he's got to win the league. If you've brought Olegon Gunnar Solskjaer in to win the league, yeah. then he's not going to achieve that for you. So, because I've used the slightly flamboyant and flower expression... <laughs> like Flamboyant? You, well, slightly, you know, brusque expression in context with the question that you asked me, and it's generated the sound... Oh, right, so it's my fault? Ut- utterly your fault. Um, <laughs> utterly your fault. Um, but the notion that I might have to get my coat in April... Well, first of all, the weather, weather will have changed by then, so I won't need a coat. And yeah. secondly, they won't win the league. Right, so I won't be needing to get my coat.
4: Hello, I'm Laura Woods and this is TalkSport Daily.
2: Back now to Adrian Durham, who had his say on Everton after they move up to fourth in the Premier League. He believes it was the best performance in the competition this season. Let me explain
1: why, OK? So many players, not just players out, but key players out for Everton. So what he's done is he's played Sigurdsson up front. Just listen to what Sigurdsson up front as a, a false nine. Hammy's behind him as some sort of false ten or real ten, I don't know. Quality football, it has to be said, from Everton with who will be on the end of it. And they take the lead here at Molyneux. It's Wolves nil, Everton one. Four or five players last night were playing out of position. It was tactically phenomenal. From Carlo Ancelotti. It's the kind of game that you can, or performance from Everton, that you can analyse and analyse and analyse and never get sick of it because it was so phenomenal from the boss.
2: Now the Crystal Palace boss Roy Hodgson has been speaking to James Savundra ahead of the trip to Arsenal tonight live on TalkSport. Although Roy did speak about the game, the main topic was Ebere Eze who appeared to breach Covid regulations last week when he appeared at a recent game to watch his old club QPR. Hodgson said they aren't happy with his actions and he will be fined.
0: I think it would have to be individual basis. There's no doubt about that. And if you're asking me on this occasion, do I think that the foolish thing Eberechi did merits that he should be left out on the team and punished in that way, then I don't. I don't think that what he did would merit that type of punishment. But it does merit a fine because you know a slap on the wrist isn't really enough. He's got to understand that we take this very seriously. We, we don't want any of our players involved in any way. Breaches of the coronavirus rules would have been put out there, which so many people are working hard to, to respect. So when, when something happens where one of our players is shown to have not respected it, even though I think he did it naively and foolishly, I don't think it was a determined gesture on his part to, to, to go out and break a rule. But he did break a rule. And, He's been made very much aware that we take that seriously. We're not happy with him at
2: all. Here's something I never, ever thought I'd be saying. This is Frank Stallone. Yep, the brother of Sly, the Rocky fella. On my show, Andy Goldstein, Sports bar Monday to Thursday from 10pm last night.
4: I think Tyson Fury is going to wipe Joshua out. Okay, I think this will be the easiest fight he's ever had.
2: When you say wipe him out, Josh, how how quickly would that happen, Frank?
4: If I don't know how quickly it happened Joshua does not move his head. And one thing about Tyson Fury, he's very for a big guy, he's very agile. He can move. You know, yeah. he's he's you know for six foot nine. You know, people are all worried, oh, he's 270. I say, he's almost seven feet tall. Mm -hmm. 270 pounds is nothing. Lineal heavyweight
2: champion of the world, introducing the Gypsy King, Tyson
1: Fury!
4: And I don't know, I think Josh would have trouble with uh, Deontay, just for the reason that Deontay only has one thing. He can really punch with the right hand. Yeah. But he's not a great... As you saw what happened with Tyson yeah, did to him. Walked yeah. him down and mm. just beat him. Mm. Anthony Joshua's a little susceptible for that right hand. And that's the only thing he'd have to watch.
2: But that's nearly it for another podcasty thing. Let me quickly remind you of more live football coming your way, exclusive to TalkSport. 8pm, it kicks off Arsenal against Crystal Palace, presented by Hugh Croft. commentary from Sam Mattface and Tony Cascarino. That's it for another podcasty thing. I'm back on Andy Goldstein Sports Bar tonight from 10pm, taking your calls after that game. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening, thanks for downloading, and, of course, above all, gang, be safe, everyone. Be safe.